I'm Ray Rogers. And I'm Brad Kepler. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. Today's episode is dedicated to Earth Day, a worldwide annual celebration that started back in the 1970s. It's a day dedicated to celebrating Earth and raising awareness about environmental protection. Earth Day is on April 22nd. From individual lifestyle changes that you and me can make to large enterprise decisions that organizations can make, we can all make strides to protect the Earth by reducing our carbon footprint. Jour de la Terre is a Canadian nonprofit, and their name means Earth Day. They have a mission to educate people and organizations through programs on how to reduce their impact on Earth. Right, and one of the things you'll hear repeated in our conversation with Pierre Lucier, director of Earth Day Canada, is the idea of action now. There's so many different ways to start looking at tackling the issue of climate change, but one thing is certain, we can all start right now. Ray chat with Pierre to get a sense of what the nonprofit is currently working on and what role the cloud plays in helping them deliver on their mission. So uh, the mission of Earth Day Canada is to help people and organizations to reduce their environmental impact through Earth Day and every day as we um, are putting programs together that uh, addresses uh, our mission. Jour de la Terre works on so many different projects and they all have the aim of reducing the negative impact of human activity on the Earth. And I feel like one of the things that everybody can connect with is driving because we all, almost everybody drives. We're in buses, we get in our own vehicles, we're riding in taxis. And so this is also an area of interest for your organization. Can you tell me more about Transition WOW? Um, What is it and what impact is it having? So Transition WOW is to support the conversion and acquisition of electric light trucks. It started with a program that we have with a a grocery distributor as EIGA stores in Quebec. And this was to celebrate the 10 year of a uh, program that is called the Eco Fund with IGA. So we wanted to celebrate and we created these four trucks uh, and they became the first four electrified zero emission refrigerated light rate truck in Canada. And with this experience, We've created the Transition WOW program that is aimed to accompany the fleet manager of lightweight trucks to convert to zero emission vehicle. So lowering the impact of lightweight trucks now, this is why Transition WOW is now. Yes. And so that's just one way that um, you're working to create change now. Another one um, is in helping to educate the public about single-use plastic items, which, as we all know, often end up polluting oceans and end up in nature and other places um, in our landfills. And so one way we can slow and hopefully end the use of these types of items is by each of us learning to incorporate reusable things like cups, bags, and utensils into our everyday lives. So I was wondering if you could tell me more about what Jour de la Terre does to educate and encourage people to use earth-friendly, reusable items. Yeah, this is a kit to reduce your uh, plastic uh, usage in everyday lives. We've already distributed 15,000 of them. We're aiming at the, in 2020 to distribute uh, 15,000 more. In this kit, you have a uh, washable, like a Ziploc bag, but it's a, a stasher, so it's made out of silicone. You can wash it. You have a wax-covered paper that you can use as a cellophane uh, to uh, cover your uh, leftovers. And you have also a, a bag, a fruit bag, so when you go to the stores, you don't need these little plastic bags. And we, you have a retractable, reusable cup, so that it fits nicely 
into your purse or into your uh, into your bag or your backpack. So this is another thing of what we do now to reduce our impact with the uh, these reduction kits. This is uh, something that we can do now and that we want to uh, convey this to the public easily. Before the kits, we were distributing rain barrels and and compost bins. We've distributed more than 125,000 of those. So again, action, that's the motto of uh, a jour de la terre in Quebec. Yes. So it's all these little changes that we can make in our everyday lives that will ultimately help improve um, the way that we interact with nature and the sustainability of our own lifestyle. So scaling beyond individuals is also an important piece of how we can take action now. And Jour de la Terre has a new um, program called Action Reduction, where you're helping to recognize organizations who are working on reducing their own carbon footprint and making sure that they're following sustainable business practices. Can you tell me a little bit more about what Action Reduction is and what its overarching goal is? So Action Reduction for now is based on stream waste and divert percentage of your stream waste. And uh, it gets you involved within your business to the next step to lower your impact on the environment. And um, it's aimed at the consumer. So people understand that this uh, store or this merchant is putting waste management as a priority and also that you can follow him making the next steps and becoming better and better. So, um, so much of what you're talking about is also about educating ourselves and becoming aware of our own impacts so that we can do better. Yes. And also putting like um, staging the reduction, the actual reduction. So you can, you encourage not the, uh, the teaching of the practice, but the result of the practice. And so Pierre, of course, we cannot have an interview without talking about the cloud. So how is AWS helping you to deliver on your mission and work toward a healthier, more sustainable future? Working with Amazon Web Services and the cloud allowed us to um, to be resilient. At AWS, availability of the services came at the right time for us because it allowed us to uh, lesser the burden of uh, in-house infrastructure and especially security. But also lately, Jolata Quebec has become Earth Day Canada. So for us, it meant that we needed to translate everything that we had and also scale our organization. And of course, it's a non-for-profit charitable organization. So you don't have the resources, but you need to cover a much larger territory. And, um, you know, we're so thankful that we had AWS to do this with, because other than that, it wouldn't be possible if we if we set up like uh, five years ago. And of course, the scalability for us being able to bring easy translation services. We started as a, a only francophone program, but... It was very easy. Three months was three after three months of working on it, everything was stable. Emails, websites, and you know, with cloud access to everybody across Canada for uh, availability and online meetings and online and sharing documents. So this has meant a lot to us. Something that we've talked a lot about in our conversation is action now and the things that we can do now. Um, so, what do you hope people take time to reflect on and realize this Earth Day? 
So the, what I wish for for this earth is that in these times of crisis, that the people, what we, you know, we got in, 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 in a way that we, I hope, I so hope that we're not going to get out the same way. And I totally believe that it's a time of change and that people are going to make the best out of this. And it's an opportunity also. So hang on tight. And when we're going to get out of this, it's going to be for the better. All right, so here's a quick list. Riding a bike, walking, carpooling, or taking public transportation instead of driving solo. Bringing your reusable water bottle everywhere you go instead of reaching for a disposable plastic one. Bringing reusable totes to go grocery store shopping instead of using plastic bags. There are just so many small changes we can make in our daily lives to lessen our individual carbon footprints, reduce our waste, and lead greener lives. But one thing that the average person likely doesn't think about all that often is how the cloud can play a role in increasing an organization's sustainability by reducing their carbon footprints. A quick cloud 101. People often move to the cloud to reduce their capital expenditure, to reduce the upfront amount they have to pay for servers and data centers. The cloud's pay-as-you-go model allows organizations to consume it as variable expenses. But the main reasons organizations, enterprises, and governments migrate to the cloud is to increase their agility and speed. And there's a benefit that isn't as often talked about. When IT decision makers and leaders try to determine ways to make their businesses or organization more sustainable, the cloud has a compelling case. Nat Solstrom, director of Amazon Energy, talks about how migrating enterprise workloads to the AWS cloud can reduce an organization's carbon emissions by almost 90%. AWS infrastructure, our data centers, are highly energy efficient. And we've always known this because we engineer for efficiency. We like to drive out costs. We can pass on those cost savings either to our customers through price reductions or invest in our business and develop new features and services to help our customers grow their businesses. So within our data centers, we're always engineering to be as efficient as possible. What are some of the things that we do to make our data centers as energy efficient as possible? Is it around cooling? Is it around the actual footprint of the building? A combination of all of these things? Yeah, it's a combination of all of those things. One, it's, it's how we actually build out and design our data centers. So we design them to be highly energy efficient. Our cooling applications, they're not only focused on using less power, but also using less water and managing water use as efficiently as possible. We've always known that internally, we've probably haven't done the best job sharing that message with customers before. So in 2019, we, we commissioned a third-party study. What we wanted to understand is how good a job are we doing benchmarked to other people? And in particular, if I'm a customer and I'm thinking about going and building my own enterprise data center, and I'm thinking about all the other value propositions with the cloud, and I'm also trying to dimensionalize sustainability, how can I measure improvement gains that I get from moving from an enterprise or on-prem data center to AWS? So we commissioned a study, and the study went and talked to directors of infrastructure, engineering leaders, CIOs, CTOs, hundreds of data center and IT facilities, and just asked them survey questions around how they design their data centers, how they operate them, how are their server rack utilization levels. And what we found at a high level is that AWS's infrastructure is 3.6 times more energy efficient than the median of the surveyed U.S. enterprise data centers we were talking about. So we're like, oh, wow, from an engineering perspective, we're doing a pretty good job on energy efficiency. When customers begin to use AWS, then those energy savings are passed on to them. That's correct. And the, the cool thing about this study is that I started digging into what are the root causes of all that. So what we found is that two-thirds of this advantage is attributed to the combination of 
an energy efficient server population and we're using the most energy efficient servers that we can possibly find. Our servers have much higher server utilization rates than what you'd find in your typical enterprise data center. Then when you combine that with the energy efficiency that I talked about earlier about how we design our data centers compared to your average enterprise data center, you'll find that we're just much more energy efficient. Well, when you factor in all of that energy efficiency that we talk about that's happening within our infrastructure, with what we're doing with renewable energy, you're looking at performing the same compute task with AWS compared to an enterprise on-prem solution with an 88% lower carbon footprint. That's amazing. I feel like that is so, so cool to hear because this ought to be one of the benefits that we frequently talk about as so many enterprises and so many organizations are concerned about how can we become more sustainable? How can we begin to build sustainability into our DNA? And the cloud can be one of those ways that you are inherently taking strides to eliminate waste in whatever kind of work it is that you do. Absolutely. And I'm glad you're talking about that because the efficiency story doesn't get talked about as much. When we start talking about the the challenges we face around climate change and global warming and what we're going to do to take these challenges on, oftentimes the things that are highly optical get a lot of attention. And I'm talking about giant wind farms and solar farms. And while those things are really important, they're just part of the solution. And a big part of the solution, as we found from looking at this data, is energy efficiency. That whole equation about how we came to that up to 88% lower carbon footprint for a customer, I was talking about the demand side of the equation, which is all of the energy consumption that takes place within a data center. So while we're really excited about our higher server utilization rates, energy efficiency, how we design our data centers, you still have to power those data centers. And we're making a tremendous amount of progress in powering our data centers with more and more renewable energy around the world. We recently announced the Climate Pledge announcement, which is committing Amazon to get to 80% renewable energy by 2024 and 100% by 2030. And the really cool thing about this, we are moving fast on this. So in the fullness of time, you're going to start seeing renewable energy projects all around the world powering AWS and Amazon's infrastructure. What collective impact can enterprises have by migrating to the AWS cloud? I like to focus on what individual data center owner operators can do. When they start looking at all the benefits of the cloud, I think you start having a very compelling business case, which includes, again, agility, elasticity, the cost savings you experience, and being able to deploy globally. And when you map that over against an increasing amount of companies having sustainability goals, you start finding that there's a very complementary relationship between sustainability goals and other business objectives a customer might have. With an 88% lower carbon footprint load, that becomes a really compelling story. To echo Pierre, action to become more sustainable can happen now in our homes, in our businesses, in our governments, and in our world. And the cloud is just one tool to help us reach our goals. From helping nonprofits like Jour de la Terre build, share, and run their programs, to helping any enterprise build sustainability into their own DNA, technology can bring us all closer to a greener today and tomorrow. Thank you to our guests, Pierre and Nat. To learn more, visit jourdelaterre.ca, that's J-O-U-R-D-E-L-A-T-E-R-R-E dot C-A, and aws.amazon.com forward slash about dash AWS forward slash sustainability. And bonus, if you're an IT decision maker or leader and you want to assess your organization's cloud readiness, take this simple, no-cost, 16-question assessment with the AWS Cloud Adoption Readiness Tool, or CART. 
visit cloudreadiness.amazonaws.com forward slash hashtag or pound forward slash cart. And to close, we have a special announcement. Stay tuned for our next episode when we'll reveal a new mini series we've been working on and we cannot wait for you to hear. And of course, to you, our listeners, happy Earth Day and a big thank you for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please help us spread the word by rating the show, sharing with your friends and family, and subscribing for more stories. We'll catch you on the next one.